What's up, fellas? So I had a patron supporter wanting to know how many hours a week should he um, work on his purpose? And my answer to that, guys, is it all depends. All right? It depends on what else you're doing. So let's hypothetically say you're working a nine to five, or let's hypothetically say you are already working 40 to 50 hours a week. And that suggestion like that, guys, I would treat it as a part-time job, all right? And so in that case, I would work 20 hours a week on it. I would do it Monday through Friday for four hours, all right? Now, for all you guys that's thinking like, man, I'm just gonna grind 20 hours a day, this, that, and other, whatever the case may be. And you can do that, guys. Just understand that if you do that, you run into a thing what we call burnout. You can burn out, guys. All right, this is why a lot of fat people quit the gym, and this is why a lot of people give up on their businesses. All right, remember, guys, we're doing a marathon, not a sprint. All right, please understand that. We're doing a marathon, not a sprint. So if you try to take out the gate too fast, doing too much too soon, you will burn the fuck out. Mentally, guys, you would just crap the fuck out. All right, you would just literally give up because the shit would literally burn you the fuck out. Guys, I've seen this with clients at the gym who want to work out five days a week and want to eat 100 carbs a day and all this other shit, then they go do two hours of cardio, and then next thing you know, three weeks, they, ain't, they ass ain't even at the gym no more. All right, guys, you have to pace yourself. So the most I would advocate anybody working, guys, purpose and full-time job is probably about 16 hours a day, all right? That's what I would advocate. So you're looking at 80 hours a week, all right? So that's what I would do. If you, especially if you got like a nine to five, I would come home and then I, at the most I would do is I would probably work on my purpose. Now, I understand some of you guys work way more hours than that. Some of you guys are working 12 hours or whatever the case may be. Then I would, in that case, I would treat it like a part-time job, all right? Now, there's some key factors that go into this, guys. And, and this is the thing with working on your purpose. All right, so let's let's talk about this for a second. Now, so the one the hardest thing about the purpose is, guys, when you work for somebody, they give you a, a set time to be there and a set time to leave. And if you don't do that, you're fired. But when you're working for yourself on your purpose, nobody's there to hold you accountable. See, when you're at work, you have a manager that holds you fucking accountable. You have to be in this location at a specific time. But when you are at home on your purpose, you have a tendency to let anything come in the way of that. You have a way of friends, girls, anything. This is the hardest part about purpose, guys, is that you're free to do whatever the fuck you want to, and yet you're still dedicated to it, all right? Anybody can go work a nine-to-five, yeah, because you got a boss and a manager right over your ass requiring you to be at a location at a specific time. But when you're on your purpose, let's hypothetically say you did your nine-to-five, and now it's 5.30, 6 o'clock, and you got friends that want to go to happy hour, this is where the discipline comes in. This is the hard part about being on your purpose. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do, but you choose to be on your fucking purpose. So guys, to do this, guys, you have to have an outlook on what you're trying to attain. All right. Now I've said this before, you have to know that, and this is another thing about being on your purpose. You ain't making shit. All right. This is another thing that makes people give up. When you own your purpose and you're doing this, you guys, y'all see it all the time with people who start YouTube channels, right? Some of them quit with thousands of subscribers. Why? Because they ain't making no fucking money, all right? So that's the that's another thing that's hard about being on your purpose. It's a good chance you ain't gonna make shit for the first year or two. Or at the very least, you might break even. But you might even be in the fucking red, all right? So this, all this, guys, goes into your purpose. I'm just letting you know what to look out for. Now, like I told you guys before, my shit popped off.
But I was prepared not to make shit off of YouTube for two, three years, all right? I went into it with that mindset that, you know what? I'm just going to stay training. I'm going to uh, keep my security thing going, and I'm just going to slowly build the dating coach things up. That's how you guys have to look at your purpose. If you're looking to get rich overnight, you will fail because what's going to happen is you're setting yourself up for disappointment, all right? So I'm going to give y'all, I'm going to draw a parallel to some of you guys who start YouTube channels and things what I mean by setting realistic type goals. Realistic type goals, guys, is six, let's hypothetically say you guys start a YouTube channel. Realistically, for a YouTube channel, man, in six months, if you got a thousand subscribers, you're doing damn good. Most people want to start getting a thousand subscribers in a month or two, and if they don't have it, they quit. All right, you set unrealistic goals, guys. Set realistic goals. I can tell you one realistic goal to set right off the bat. Set, I'm not, I don't expect to make no money for the first year or two. Set that goal at least for the first fucking year, all right? And, and, and matter of fact, for the first year, you might even go in red because you're investing into, uh, you know, material, or whatever, equipment, whatever the case may be, and you ain't probably even going to make that back, all right? So expect to go in red the first fucking year. I ain't even talking about just YouTube. I'm talking about any fucking business, all right? If you, go to, if you go to college and you go to school, you're investing into getting a good job, right? But when you leave, you got all this fucking debt, all right? So that's the thing, guys. You got to look at it, too. If you own your purpose and you're trying to do your business or whatever the fuck you got going on, look to be in the red the first fucking year. That's just the way it goes, guys. That's what makes people quit. They have unrealistic, they think that they're going to get rich quick and it just don't happen, guys. All right. So my my suggestion for you guys, I wonder how much time to put into your purpose. If you have a nine to five, I would come home and I would treat it like I got a second job. If you're one of these guys that have 10, 12 hour jobs a day, a 10, 10, 12 hour shifts a day where you already working a lot of hours, then I would treat, treat it like a part time job. But I suspect, guys, that most of you guys should be able to put 16 hours a day into your job and your purpose combined. So whatever hours you working on your job, make sure that you put the other into your purpose to make sure it's a 16 hour day at least. And you still got eight hours to uh, sleep and whatever the case may be. All right. Me, myself, I only need six hours of sleep a day. So if those other two hours could be doing whatever the fuck I want to do Monday through Friday. All right. On the weekend, I do, you know, fuck with my purpose a little bit, whatever the case may be, but it's not a whole lot. I'm not, I don't work on the book or none of this shit. The reason I don't, sometimes I do, sometimes I do work on the book or whatever the case may be, but a lot of times I don't. That's because I don't want to burn out guys. All right. So the book could have been out faster, but I'm well aware of burning out guys. All right. And I want you guys to know that too. Take that weekend time. If you want to do a little bit working on your purpose on the weekend, go ahead. But what I don't want you guys doing is burning the fuck out. You will burn the fuck out. That is a very serious thing, guys. You will burn the fuck out. All right. I had another guy who asked me a very good question about drinking and holding frame on a date. Guys, my suggestion is to keep it to a minimum. All right, because guys understand that all of us, thanks to this feminism and all this other bullshit going on, regard you know I know every guy claimed they're naturally born alpha male. Get the fuck out of here. All right, everybody's naturally born a fucking simp. Some guys just are raised around men, and some guys aren't. Most of us are raised around women, so most of us are recovering beta males. All right, that's the way it fucking is, guys. All right, include my fucking self. All right, that beta male still down there just waiting to come out, and alcohol brings that motherfucker fuck out guys let me tell y'all guys what alcohol does it it kills inhibitions all right so with women it'll bring the freak out and with us it'll bring the simp out that's what it does guys 
Because understand that when you go on to, guys, do y'all understand women's true fucking nature? Women's true fucking nature is their really freaky ass shit. I'm telling you guys, all right? Women are truly freaky ass shit. Even the most prudish girl that you know, deep down, she's a true freak. Maybe her parents did a good job of suppressing it and shit like this, that, and the case may be. But women are naturally wild and freaky as shit. That's why we call female nature. You ever heard anything called man nature? You ain't gonna hear no shit about no man nature. You hear female nature because females have a hell of a nature, all right? And they're naturally freaky. And they, you know, they learn to suppress it and they learn that you ain't gonna get mad. Some, some, some learn it. Some learn that. If you don't suppress that freak inside you, and this in the case may other be and shit like this, that you ain't gonna get married and shit like this, that another case. And we have power over men, so you need to suppress that because they have testosterone and they wouldn't do anything. They'll chop down trees, they'll climb mountains and everything if for a piece of ass. So suppress your sexuality. That way men can, you know, bow to their knees for us. Women have been taught this, so they suppress the freak. And so when you put alcohol inside them, a lot of times the freak comes out. All right. Same thing with us, guys. When you put the alcohol, you know, that beta male, you know, y'all watch my channel and I'm teaching y'all guys how to beat that beta male down inside y'all guys, how not to validate and be a dancing monkey. But that motherfucker laying in wait, waiting on your ass to just slip up, have a couple drinks. And that son of a bitch just bust up out of there and here come that dancing monkey. <laughs> Just entertaining, just a jackass all fucking night. Oh, you look so good in your dress. That beta metal, he just waiting to come out. That fucking simp, he always just lying dormant, just waiting to pop his little head out your goddamn ass just so he can make an ass out you. That's what he do, guys. So alcohol makes that son of a bitch come out. So what I tell you guys is keep it to two drinks. Anything more than that, I guarantee you, you're going to be validating Dancing monkey all night, making a jackass out your goddamn self. I'm going to tell y'all guys something that is real beta male in me that I don't find out till I'm drinking. I don't have no fucking patience, all right? So let's hypothetically say I don't had a few drinks or whatever the case may be, and I done got the girl back to my place. What I noticed with myself is that when I haven't been drinking or I drink like one or two drinks, I'm very calm, cool, and I could, you know, break down that last minute resistance. When I had a couple of drinks of alcohol in me, I have no fucking patience. And if the girl put up any resistance, I quit. All right. That's what I know. That that's a beta male move. That's what beta male. Beta males get frustrated eaters. All right. So when I drink too much, that beta male comes out and I don't want to play the game or whatever the case may be. I don't want to, you know, take I get impatient. I, I get frustrated easy. And I got ass sitting right here and wait. And just because I don't got a couple of drinks in me, I lose my patience. All right. So that's guys. Listen, you can do what you want to do. I'm just telling you what I've noticed in myself that when I've drank too much on dates, the dancing monkey come out, all the validation starts coming out. And when I say validation, guys, I'm not just talking about comments. I start getting too sexual. And guys, what I tell you guys about getting too sexual, you making a woman feel too, like she's too beautiful. Like you, you're putting on a pedestal. All right. Other dating coaches try to say, you know, you create sexual tension, touching and all this, that, and other case. I say you create sexual tension by not touching and shit like this here, making her doubt herself, making her feel that she needs to come up to you. All right, that's what I say. All right, but when I start drinking or whatever the case may be, I start touching and, you know, I'm getting too sexual, this, that, and other. That's, that's that beta male. 
That's that acting like I ain't never seen a woman before. Act like I just did a 20-year bid in prison or something. Like I ain't never touched no just touchy feeling and all this other shit. Compliments, all this other bullshit, guys. So, you know, I done lost a lot of ass like that too, guys. I'm telling you right now, I done lost a lot of ass. I done said a lot of inappropriate shit. So, you know, I keep my and I'm gonna tell y'all guys something now right now. When I go on a date, I keep it to wine because wine don't bring the devil out me like that fucking alcohol does. I keep it to Chardonnay, two glasses of Chardonnay. Another thing, guys, is it keeps the fucking date cost down. You know, we go on these dates and we spend $100 and we forget. Yeah, 75 was on us. All right, so y'all guys got to understand that too. You sitting there just drinking shit down and shit like this. Y'all guys forget that when the bill come out, you like, man, I spent $100 on this bitch. Yeah, 80 uh, was you. Sitting there drinking all fucking. The girl had one fucking drink. Your ass sitting there just throwing them back left and right. Then the bill come out and then you want to say I spent $100. Yeah, 80 of it was your ass. All right. So that's another thing, guys. It keeps the damn tab down on these fucking dates. All right. So that's the thing with that, guys. Not only is it going to keep the tab down, it's going to keep you in your masculine alpha frame. All right. That's the bottom fucking line, guys. I don't lost a lot of ass over drinking on dates. All right. So that's the thing with that, guys. But getting back to the first point, guys. Uh, I want you guys treating your uh, purpose like your nine to five. All right, that means that you treat it like a job, even though you're not getting fucking paid. All right, and how I treat mine, guys, is I put it in my schedule, and it's non-negotiable. It ain't. It ain't. I'm gonna work on my purpose from five to nine. If don't none of my friends call, or if I unless I can't get no ass lined up, I don't treat it like that. I treat it like a job, like a boss, man, but I'm my own boss. That's the hardest part about being on your purpose, guys, is to hold yourself accountable to doing your time. It's non-negotiable. It ain't, yeah, I'm going to work on my purpose if I can't find nothing else to do. I'm going to work on my purpose if no chick's coming through. All right? If a chick, listen, if I set up, if I'm, if I'm talking to a chick and she say, hey, the only day I got open is Wednesday this week, I don't see girls on fucking Wednesday. Not when I'm on my purpose, all right? So, like, now, I'm like I told you guys, I'm starting because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done with the book and shit like this right here. I'm just building back up my popularity. And so now I'm having a little bit more free time. But for, like, seven, eight months, I, I didn't see no chicks during the week, all right? Just, just didn't happen. That's how I got the fucking book done. That's how I got myself where I'm at, guys. That's how you guys have to cheat it, all right? Nine to five, come home, and whatever time, I, I, I really prefer you guys, if you grind it like this, I really prefer you guys not to have no life Monday through Friday, all right? Work, purpose, sleep, all right? And I'm going to tell you something else you guys going to notice too. You're going to save a shitload of money, all right? This is more money you can put into your fucking purpose. You're going to notice that when you put money through Friday on your job and your purpose, another thing you're going to hold, you're going to see is your fucking bank account going to increase. You'll be surprised at how much money you fuck up when you hang with friends, going on dates every day and shit like this here, guys. So at least 20 hours a week on your purpose, guys. If you can, preferably 40. If you work in a regular 9 to 5, preferably 40. If you work in uh, 60 hours on your regular job, then at least treat it like a part-time job. At some point, start to cut back on your regular job and to put more time into your purpose. Understand this, guys. You get what you fucking put in. All right, if you put 20 hours a week into your fucking purpose, well, that's what you're going to get, 20 hours a week worth of uh, accomplishment. If you put 40 hours a week into your purpose, then that's what you're going to get, all right? So that's the thing y'all guys need to know. You get what you fucking put in, all right? I got clients that I train, they miss this workout, they miss that workout, 
Four months in, they lost four pounds and they wondering what the fuck going You know what the fuck happened. How many workouts you done missed in these four months? I put it right back on them because they try, they, you know, they suddenly trying to blame me. And I, oh, no, 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 no. You ain't finna blame me, motherfucker. You get what you put in. All right. So over these four months, we done had 30 workouts planned and you only made 18 of them. That's so that's what you fucking get. You got what you fucking put in. All right, you had 30 workouts planned, you made 18 of them. What happened to those other 12? Well, you want 30 sessions worth of results, but you ain't put no fucking 30 sessions in the gym. So you ain't gonna get no 30 sessions worth of results. That's the way it goes, guys. So if you wanna get those 40 hours worth of results, you gotta put those 40 hours in. If you're gonna put 20 in, which is good, it's better than nothing, well, that's the results you're gonna get. You get what you fucking put in, guys. All right, guys. Like the video, comment down below what you guys uh, want to see next. Remember, alcohol kills your inhibitions with us. It's that simp coming out with women. It's the freak coming out. All right? We all trying to suppress something. Women are trying to suppress their freaky side. We are try trying to suppress our simp side or beta male side. Either way, whatever you want to call it, guys. And all alcohol does is let either one of them out. So what I suggest you guys do, keep that shit to a minimum. At the best, one or two drinks of wine or something like that. Now, after you fucking a bitch in this, that, and other case, what may be, I'm just talking about primarily until you fuck. After I fuck, I don't give a fuck. I, it's time to replace your ass anyway. All right, like the video, guys. Comment down below what you guys want to see next. Holler back.